Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, your host of Let's Ride, your Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning podcast right here on the Steel Curtain Network, which is a part of the Fans First Sports Network, folks. It is exciting times in and around these parts, not just Fans First Sports Network, not just the Steel Curtain Network, but also with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Why? Well, there's a lot of moving and shaking going on, a lot of news Some of it is kind of on the cusp. It's right there in front of us. We can almost touch it. It's almost tangible, yet it's not here yet. Some of this is coming up this weekend. We're going to dive into the news. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff, including the upcoming schedule release. And don't forget that the second half of this show is one of my favorite segments of the week. It's the mailbag. That's right. It is Wednesday. That means in the second half, happy hump day, everyone. It is mailbag time. But today... We are talking about the schedule release. Now, the schedule release, this is this is such the Roger Goodell NFL type thing. You know, everyone knows, everyone's kind of predicting it's going to happen on this day, the 11th, tomorrow, Thursday. Like, that's what everyone knew because we're not dumb. We know that it always happens about a week and a half or so after the draft, maybe even two weeks after the draft. They have changed this, but they've always seems to have done it on the same day. Not the same calendar day, but in terms of Thursday, that's when they typically do it. How do I remember this? It seems like every Thursday is when they do it. That's when the schedule is released because myself, Dave Schofield, Brian Davis, always have our Steelers preview podcast on the same night, and we end up turning it into like a prediction extravaganza. Nonetheless, here we go. The schedule release was supposed to be Thursday, but then Peter King on Monday came out and threw a giant wrench into things and said, no, 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 not so fast. They've got some issues here. There's a bunch of reports about and rumors of what's the issues. One of the issues was, well, Aaron Rodgers finally gets the trade approved. He's in New York with the Jets. Lamar Jackson, right before the draft begins, he signs his contract. He's going to stay in Baltimore. Why does that matter? It matters because now they want those primetime athletes in prime time. No one wants to see Tyler Huntley on Monday Night Football. But Lamar Jackson on Monday Night Football? Yes, that's a bigger draw. So the NFL was going to move things around. Then our own Joey Christopoulos, who's been on my Let's Ride podcast, who's covers the Chicago Bears for Fans First Sports Network. He said he heard the Germany game between the Bears and Chiefs. I believe that was the matchup. That the Bears and Chiefs game, that the Kansas City's like, no, 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 we're going to host this game. We're not going to Germany. We want the revenue. Chicago's pretty close. So that could be an issue too. I don't know if that's fact or not. These are just rumors. And that brings me to my next conclusion here, folks. You have to be aware. So it's probably starting on Wednesday. And definitely on Thursday. So today you might even see some 
tomorrow you're definitely going to see a bunch of rumors about leaks, schedule leaks. There will be people that will create accounts just to F with people. People like myself that care, people like myself that write about the team, people like myself that actually do want to know what this schedule is. It's just, they just mess with them. Beware of those rumors. You'll find people like I, I will probably have on the website a rumor tracker where anything that is even a potential rumor, we'll throw it in there. Hey, you can decipher it as you see fit, but these are just rumors. you know. But ultimately, you gotta, hey, got to be careful. Don't go jumping to conclusions. Uh, don't check out Ticketmaster just yet. You're not going to be able to get single-game tickets yet anyways, but beware of that. Let's talk about some other news before we get to the crux of this podcast, which is about are the Steelers still a primetime draw. The rookie camp is coming up. I've mentioned this on Monday. It's the 12th to the 14th. The Steelers are probably going to be releasing their full invitation schedule for rookie camp in the coming days. We'll have that for you, but more and more names every single every single day, it seems like, are getting released. They've been invited to camp. Really cool. I'm really excited for that. I've talked about how a lot of these players turn this into a 90-man offseason roster spot, and so that's worth keeping an eye on. I think that's really important. The last thing, which is a complete non-story, I hate that people are talking about it, yet here I am talking about it, and that is this... I mean, heck, they, they, I love the Steelers' hangover crew with Shannon and, and Daniel J. They were even talking about, was is J.J. Watt potentially going to come out of retirement? I don't think he is, at least not right away, at least not now. I mean, the dude's traveling around the world. I think he just had his first child. Uh, he's Hey, he got invited to the facility by Mike Tomlin. That's what, every, that's what drew everyone to this story. He talked about how Mike Tomlin, he... This all stemmed from Mike Tomlin's video. He put out a video on Instagram, and it was also shared on Twitter, about why the Steelers care about bloodlines, why they care about the genetic aspect of things, meaning brothers, family members. He talked about it all. J.J. Watt responded to that and said, I know now why my brothers have said that they would run through a wall for you. And Mike Tomlin responded to J.J. on Twitter and said, hey, Love to have you at the facility. Come on by. Like that was it. it that was it. And, you know, Mike Tomlin has hosted. Uh, you know, the the Penguins staff. Mike Sullivan, not the quarterbacks coach, the Penguins coach. They've come over. It's it's the same thing. This does not mean that there's some backdoor deal. Not to mention the fact that I'm pretty sure the Arizona Cardinals still have the rights to J.J. Watt. So nothing could happen without like a trade or some type of compensation being made. It's a non-story. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Let's talk about the crux of this podcast this morning. It is all about the schedule, but in a different way. When I think about the upcoming schedule release, I think about, I, I do the same thing every time. There's a few things that I always look for right off the bat. The first thing is I always look for the bye week. I don't know why. I just always look for the bye week. When is their bye week? When do they have an off week? It's changed. When I was a kid, my dad used to always point out the bye week. Up, oh, there's when they're off. You didn't want it to be early. You want it to be right around the middle of the season. That's just the way it's always been. That's the first thing I look for. The second thing I look for are primetime games. You know, when are they in primetime? How many Monday nighters are there? How many Sunday nighters are there? Like, these are important things. So, okay, that's what I'm looking at. Now, as a father, I look at, are they playing on holidays? Are they going to be on Thanksgiving? 
Or what about the new Black Friday game that's coming up? Or are they going to be on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? I think they're having a triple header on Christmas Day. Uh, Those are just questions that I I I look as a father because I got to be honest. I know a lot of people, they love those holiday games. I've talked about this on my show before. I have five little kids, and some of them aren't that little anymore. But I've had five children. Like the one thing I don't want to do on a major holiday is to have to be at a computer all the time. It's not that I don't like the job. I do like the job. But at some points, you just also like to enjoy a holiday. So that those are some of the things I look for. But the primetime games, this has been interesting. The NFL, I believe, still has a cap on every team no team can be on primetime more than five times a season and that is before flex scheduling begins this is the first year that monday night games can be flexed this is the first year that teams can be on thursday night twice and this is also the first year that there's no guarantee that a team will be on primetime it used to be that every single team would get a primetime game no matter what that was those those thursday night games between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tennessee Titans that no one cared about. And the only reason people would tune in typically was for fantasy purposes, gambling purposes, or to see what the color rush uniforms look like. So in that regard, that's all that's changed. So the fact that the Steelers have always been a team that gets four to five primetime games a season. And it's because they are, you know, they're the Steelers, right? They, they are the Steelers. They are a brand. They are a team that people recognize. They know they will watch. Some love them. Some hate them. Doesn't matter. People will watch. But are they still a primetime draw in today's National Football League? So I broke it down into three categories. National appeal, the team itself, and then style to see if this team – and this is not this is not me predicting whether the Steelers will or won't have X number of primetime games. Not doing that. This is literally just me taking a look at the team and seeing, is this a team that a national audience would want to see on a regular basis? So the national appeal, in terms of the brand, I just mentioned it, absolutely. The Steelers are a global brand. When you think about some of these other teams, In the work that I'm doing with Fans for Sports Network now, you see this so much more in terms of just looking at the podcast realm. You go to Apple Podcasts, type in the Pittsburgh Steelers. We will be on the very first page. There will probably be about 20 pages of podcasts, though. I mean, everything from my uncle, you know, your Uncle Tom's podcast that is on Apple Podcasts or the big boys like Locked On Steelers with Chris Carter, like us. Uh, a bunch of others, uh, people that I'm sure you know about on in the space, they've got it all. It is a bunch. There are tons of Steelers podcasts out there. Then you go to other teams. I'll give you an example. The team that travels overseas the most, Jacksonville Jaguars, hardly any. Hardly any. Yeah, they have some that are associated with the team, but nothing that even sniffs the Steelers. The Steelers are still a global brand, a national appeal. So, yes, they check that box right off the bat. Now, what about the team itself? I'm talking about the roster. Do they have the big name players that people want to tune in to watch? So why would people want to tune in just for big name players? Well, I've already mentioned one, fantasy football. They want to see if their particular player on the Steelers is doing well, is going to win them that weekly game, win the daily fantasy 
win them whatever. It doesn't matter. Do they have the team? Maybe. Maybe they have the team. When you look at the roster, you have TJ Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, Cam Hayward. Those are big-name players. But on offense, you have all these young guys, like a really young offense. You got Kenny Pickett. You've got Pat Fryermuth. You got George Pickens, Najee Harris. You have Deontay Johnson. You know the cast and characters. Is there upside there? Yes. But I don't know if the roster, the way it's constructed, think back to the Killer B era. And that's more recent than saying go back to you know the, the early 2000s and things like that. Go back to the Killer B era. Yeah, they were a team that people would want to see on the national stage. Why? Based on the fact that Antonio Brown, Martavis Bryant, Le'Veon Bell, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, that was back when Heath Miller was still around for some of those years. They were a they were an elite offense. So that takes me to the next talking point here. Style. So we know they have the national appeal. Maybe they have the team that is appealing for people to want to see, but do they have the style the NFL wants? Do they have the style that the NFL wants to say, look at this? I have to say that the Steelers do not have the style that the NFL wants to put out there and say, look at this. Look at what the Steelers did last season, second half you're, you know, you're talking about the 7-2 and two finish. Everyone remembers that, winning four in a row to finish out the season. We all know that. But think about for a second what that looked like. That was a slow the game down, ball control, don't turn it over, the defense is fresh, so therefore you're getting the ball back to your offense, time of possession, grind it out. Red zone trips that equate in field goals. That's exactly what the Steelers' offense was. This is not the Josh Allen Buffalo Bills. This is not the Jalen Hurts Philadelphia Eagles. And this is definitely not the Patrick Mahomes Kansas City Chiefs. This is a different beast altogether. Yeah, now if you go back to the 70s, the Steelers would be must-watch TV because people would love the running game. They would love that suffocating defense, physical, smash-mouth football, That's what you're getting. But that's not necessarily what the NFL is today, and therefore I question whether or not the stylistic approach to the NFL wanting primetime games would mesh with what the Pittsburgh Steelers have in 2023. Are the Steelers still a primetime draw in today's NFL? You bet your ass they're still a primetime draw in today's NFL. Why? Because they're the Pittsburgh Steelers. Everyone cares about the Steelers. The Cowboy fans, the Raven fans, everyone in the division, they hate their guts. But they'll watch them, and they hope they lose, but they'll watch them. The NFL doesn't carry your rooting interest. They just want you to watch. And then there's obviously a large portion of the fan base that is going to be glued to the TV because it might be their only chance of watching the team play. So are the Steelers still a primetime draw? They might not be a marquee matchup, but they're still a primetime draw. Yeah, for sure they're a primetime draw. You know what else is a certainty? My ride or die crew delivering. They did so in the mailbag. We'll be right back after this break to answer those questions. Stay tuned. All 
right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it is time. The mailbag. In case you are just now listening for the very first time, you might say, Jeff, how am I supposed to do this? Like, if I want to have my question answered on your show every Wednesday, what do I have to do? Well, find me on Twitter. I don't care if you follow me, but find me on Twitter at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. And all you have to do is on Tuesday morning, I put out a tweet. I put out a GIF with the tweet that I think is funny from one of my favorite movies. This one was Billy Madison, one of my favorite scenes where he's doing the spelling words in cursive and he spells bunt, B-U-N-T, bunt, in perfect cursive. Any more brain busters? That was the gif I used. You just respond and I answer the question. So let's get this show on the road. Cody, he says, hey, Jeff, hope you and the fam are doing well. Same to you, Cody. Hope everything's going well for you. He asks, how many primetime games do you think the Steelers will get this season and why? Okay, I don't think they're going to get five. I just I, they, the last few years, I don't think they've ended up with five due to flex flexing games around. I think that I'm going to go with four this year. I'm going to go with four, but I could be wrong. I need to look at that a little bit closer, or I'll probably just wait until this schedule's released. So, <laughs> all right, Cassie uh, Galasso, I think I said that correctly. He said with the schedule coming out this week, I am stoked on the Steelers' 2023 games and strength of schedule. I'm guessing your prediction is an undefeated 17-0 season, most likely, but teams can change a lot within a year. Which games in the division and not do you think will be the toughest? So any time the Steelers have to go out west, they play the Rams out west. I want to say they go to Seattle. Those are tough trips. Uh, But at the same time, hosting the 49ers is never easy either. In terms of the division... If you think back to last season, they got lucky in week one. They split. Uh, They actually split with every team. They went three and three in the division. I can see them sweeping a team next year. Which team? Go with that team by the lake. The mistake by the lake. All right, Cassie has another one. Also, I'm finally getting to watching the sports movies you all always talk about on the Ride or Die crew. Watch The Longest Yard. I've heard you're not a fan. It's not that I'm not a fan. It's not my favorite movie, Cassie, but we'll continue. And it is my new favorite movie. What should I watch next? All right. So, Cassie, if you're just talking football movies, like you just are talking football and you just watched The Longest Yard, I'm not sure if you watched the original or the remake with Adam Sandler. But the next movie you want to watch, my one of my favorite movies of all time is Remember the Titans. It's a great film. Denzel Washington, very popular movie. T.C. Williams High School. Um, I would also recommend that you check out Rudy. If you've never seen Rudy, Rudy Rudiger, Notre Dame story. Um, you could definitely check out uh, one that's a little bit more light than that. Uh, I love Varsity Blues. I think it's, I love that. I grew up with that movie. I've watched it in college all the time. Every Given Sunday is phenomenal. The program, I could go on and on. Start with those. Let me know how you like them, and then we'll give you some new ones. That's your homework assignment. Get to it. All right, Gene, he asked with Pickens. The addition of Robinson, hopefully a healthy Austin, and the tight ends. Do you see Deontay Johnson getting as many targets as he has in the past? Who would you like to see as our number one wide receiver? Good question, Gene. The first thing is I don't think he'll get as many targets as he has in the past. One of those being that he and Kenny Pickett never really had that. They, they never really got it. Like You never really felt like they were on the same page. So that's step one. As for who's the wide receiver one, I hope you can't even tell. I hope that when you watch the Steelers offense, it is a, okay, 
you're going to bracket George Pickens, then Deontay Johnson is going to annihilate you on the other side one-on-one. Okay, you're going to take that away. Then Calvin Austin, Pat Fryermuth, Darnell Washington, or one of the backs out of the backfield, Connor Hayward, Najee Harris, Jalen We're going to get you either way. You can't double-team everyone. That is what I hope the Steelers' offense looks like, in which case you might see a game where George Pickens goes off. You might see a game where Deontay Johnson goes off. You get where I'm going with that. But my hope, if I had to pick one, is Pickens. I hope he makes that big step forward. Nathan Boleg, I I think I said that correctly as well, it says, if the Steelers are still going to add through free agency, what positions would you like to see them add to, and do they need starters or depth? Do you have any anyone particular in mind? So I'm going to bring up uh, Van Oy. Kyle Van Oy, I think it's Kyle. Van Oy, who played with the Patriots. I think he spent some time in Miami as well. Inside linebacker, that's a name that I would love to see them get, and it would just add depth and options at the inside linebacker position. He's a smart player. He's a veteran. Might not cost a whole lot. There's a name, and that's a position of inside linebacker. I still think they have to figure something out. All right, Brian Haynes asks a bunch. First is, can you spell Rizzuto and cursive on the blackboard for us? You know, he's mentioning Billy Madison, that scene that I talked about earlier. And that's when the teacher says, what is that, Rizzuto? He says, no, those are Zs. I can spell Rizzuto on the blackboard if I had to in perfect cursive. Next one from Brian. Swap one player between the Pirates and the Steelers. What position do they play and how well do they both do? Give me Bednar, the closer, the the Yinzer, and give me him. On the Steelers, I'm sure he would be like a fullback. He's a big dude, big hulking guy. And then uh, give me Chris Boswell. I feel like, no, not Chris Boswell. I don't feel like he would do well at all. I bet Connor Hayward would actually be a pretty decent ball player. That's just a guess. Kenny Pickett's probably the answer, if I'm being... He, he won the home run derby last year at training camp. Next from Brian, in the world of Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts deals, the Steelers stay competitive without paying any single player, huge deals. So you think this changes, or do we stay in our lane? Well, they're going to have to pay. If Kenny Pickett's the guy, you're going to have to pay eventually. So, yeah, you're going to have huge deals. It's part of the job. It's part of the position. It's going to happen. It happened with Ben. It's going to happen again. You hope that they have to pay Kenny Pickett because he's done well and won Super Bowls. That's the hope. Brian also asked, would you rather have James Harrison as a strength and conditioning coach, Troy as a DB coach, or Bill Cowher as an assistant head coach? Give me Debo. Give me Debo. Troy was so instinctual that you can't teach that. And Bill Cowher, I don't think that he's a head coach, man. You can't have a head coach be an assistant coach. Last one from Brian. How much rope do you give Canada this season? At what point of anything do you take duties away from him? They might have already done that. By bringing in the, I can't remember the guy's name as an offensive assistant, they might have said, look, he's going to be the run game coordinator, or he's going to be the pass game coordinator. Matt, you're going to do the run game. He's doing the pass game. Let's make this work. They might have already done that, so keep that in mind. Heath Davis has several. El Jefe, do you believe the con artist is going to bring in any more free agents? If so, what positions do you see targeted? Kind of already answered this one, Heath. Inside linebacker could also see... Man, that's that's the one glaring position. Inside linebacker. But if I had to pick another one, maybe a safety, but I doubt it. I doubt it. 
Also, Heath said, if if by if it, if it was a biopic made of your life, and you had to cast prime Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'm th- so that's like 1979, 1980 Arnold, Mr. Olympia Arnold, the last time he competed in that endeavor, juiced out of his mind, Arnold. So if I had to, he had to be a character. Who would he play, and why? Oh man. It's not me. <laughs> it is definitely not me. I am not, no. Uh, so if he had to play someone, I, he'd be a coach or something. Hey, maybe he could be my high school baseball coach. There you go. Uh, Heath also says, it is, a fore- is, it is a foregone conclusion that Monty Potbaum makes the team. What color mullet wig will you be wearing? If you keep it on until Halloween, you can just wear a Wayne's World hat and get Brian Anthony Davis to dress like Garth. Okay. It's going to have to be blonde, because pot bombs, pot of bombs, blonde, he has a blonde hair. So his mullet is blonde. So I'm not going to get a brown one, even though that would work well with Wayne in terms of Wayne and Garth. I'm going to have to go with blonde. And that's referencing back to last week. I said, if he makes the team, I'll wear the, uh, the blonde wig on the Steelers preview every week during the season for the first half of the season. Last question from Heath. Final question. Has the con artist earned your trust enough that if he did something you don't understand, like trading a big-name player, you would hold off judgment until you see where it goes, or is he still on a short lease? I am looking at, man, if he traded TJ Watt, the, the haul would have to be enormous for me to not say what a stupid move. So in that case, I guess maybe he's still on a short leash. All right, from Tank. Hey, Jefferson Hartman, he stole that from Dave and Big Bro Sco from the Scobro Show. You can check those guys out. They were on last night on Tuesday night. Do you think the Steelers will add trickery back into the offense like the the double pass, double reverse pass, running back pass, or flea flickers this season? If if I'm looking at Matt Canada and what he's done since he started calling the plays, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no based on the fact that I just he hasn't done it. And I don't think he's just going to start doing it all of a sudden. So I'm going to say no. Tank also said, Sir Jeff, previously of BTSE, do you think the Steelers could bring out a heavy, heavy formation with Washington, Pat Fryermuth, Connor Hayward, Najee, and Gentry? I can see lots of touchdowns all around if they did. Yeah, I think that's your. You just named your goal line offense. You might not have Pat Fryermuth out there or Connor Hayward, but you could absolutely put them out there. And they could also be a passing option as well. Darnell Washington could catch the ball. Yeah, I absolutely think that could happen. Tank also asked, if Brian Davis could get you a jersey off of the boat, which jersey would it be? Home, away, Bumblebee block, or the one that had white pants and a gold helmet? And which player? I I really am not interested in jerseys, but uh, I I, I like Kenny Pickett. I think Kenny Pickett would be cool to have uh, the, the throwback to the Immaculate Reception badge on there. That'd be a pretty cool jersey to get if I had to choose one. Mike Smith said, last week's Steelers preview was excellent. Thank you. I hope you all check out that show as well, not just my Let's Ride podcast. He said, uh, one part in the particular had me in stitches driving down the highway. Hashtag, he's talking about a dog. Have you all ever considered posting highlight clips from your shows? You know... That's certainly an option. I think that maybe if I had more time in my day, I'd be more able to do that. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe I'll start going back into the old, uh, digging back into the old treasure chest, so to speak, and pulling out some good Steelers preview content for everybody. Doc M or Southside Doc, does the Steelers organization of recent years do enough to develop talent effectively? 
outside of over otherworldly talents like TJ Watt, do players reach the ceiling of their potential? This is a great question, Doc, and I'm actually going to do this on an, on an upcoming podcast. You give me so many good ideas for podcasts that I'm just – this is what I'm doing. I'm going to do it on that one. Good. Thanks for the question. I appreciate that. Zach Snyder, Jeff, are you superstitious on game days? What is something you always have to be sure of so that the Steelers don't lose? I always have all the lights on in the house or I wear the same jersey or T-shirt every game. So I used to be really superstitious. I mean – I had Ben Roethlisberger jerseys. Everyone knows that. And I wore the jersey the team wore. They were on the road. I wore my white. If they were at home, I wore black. If they were on the road and were wearing their black, I wore my black. Uh, It was very, very, very superstitious. But I'm not that way anymore. Uh, I just, I like to watch the games. I typically don't wear jerseys anymore. I typically just wear a a Steelers shirt, something like that. So I've kind of let that get out of my system a little bit. But hey, I'm fine if people do have superstitions. That's fine. Thomas said, I'm getting married this Saturday. Congratulations, Thomas. Do you have any marriage advice? I somehow convinced my soon-to-be wife to have a black and gold wedding. I'm going to sneak some terrible towel photos into the wedding photos. Hashtag Ride or Die Crew. Thomas, if you get a cool photo, uh, hit me up on Twitter. I'd love to share it with the Ride or Die crew. Uh, in terms of marriage advice, well, I, I will be married 16 years this June 30th. And if I'm going to give you any advice, it's don't take yourself so serious. That's the best advice. And that can be for both parties here, not just you, the individual. And people, when they get so flustered, it's a, sometimes they just take themselves way too serious. Relax, enjoy your lives together, uh, be respectful of each other and their privacy and, 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 the space that they have. It's going to be a culture shock for a little bit. Get through those turbulent times and it'll be smooth sailing down the road. I wish you nothing but the best, Thomas. I'm not one that's going to tell people don't get married. I love my wife. I love our marriage and I wouldn't trade it for the world. So yes, there are still happy marriages out there. Ryan Good, which Steelers rookie or new free agent do you think have have the biggest impact in year one? I'm going to say that the answer to that question is rookie Broderick Jones. I think he's going to have the biggest impact in year one. Now, Joshua Cheney asked, toilet paper over the top or underneath? He actually recreated the theater poster for the Sylvester Stallone movie in the 80s over the top with toilet paper on the top. I think that's hysterical because I used to watch that movie as a kid. We'd go to uh, the local video store and I would rent over the top. So I'm with you though. I didn't know there was a right or wrong way until I met my mother-in-law and she said, it's always over the top. So now I tend to do over the top with the toilet paper roll in case anyone's curious out there. Last question from Joshua Petrick. Would you like to be on Ben's podcast? Also, outside of divisional games, what game are you looking forward to the most? I would love to be on Ben Roethlisberger's podcast. I'd love to just meet the guy. I've always said I think it would be great to play golf with him, uh, to you know just play a round of golf, and get just to talk with him, pick his brain, see what it was like. I think he's kind of a, I think he's more of a mellow guy now than maybe what he was earlier in his career when I heard rumors that he was just you know, very protective of his privacy. I would love to be on the podcast. Love to just meet Ben, to be honest. And then also outside of divisional games, what game are you looking forward to the most? Um, this is a tough one. 
I love the home games. I love the NFC crossover games. I think they host the Green Bay Packers. Uh, no Aaron Rodgers. Excited about that. Uh, and I also, I, the San Francisco 49ers. I, I think there's something cool about that matchup. And the last time the Niners came to Pittsburgh was the game, I think it was week two or three, where Ryan Chazier just played out of his mind. He played out of his mind. Colin Kaepernick was coming to town. Didn't matter. They, he was doing nothing against Ryan Chazier that day. It was a great memory. It's a great memory. All right, good questions, everyone. Thank you for participating. My ride or die crew is the absolute best. Folks, keep this in mind. We're going to have a show for you on Friday, so make sure you're on the lookout for that. I'll have Jeremy Jerome Betts on. We're going to be talking all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Make sure you check me out on Thursday night on the Steelers Preview on our YouTube channel. And wherever you're looking for our content, doesn't matter what the platform is, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, all of it. Search Steel Curtain Network and you will find us. We appreciate it. All right, that does it for me, folks. You know how we do it. We, you know how we finish it out here. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. We'll see you on Friday. Go Steelers.